Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Come see us live. Everybody's talking about the live shows. Louisville's next. Louisville Comedy Club, Thursday night, February 8th. Then on to Lexington, Kentucky Comedy Off-Broadway, February 9th and 10th. The Ontario Improv, right here in the Los Angeles area. The Ontario Improv is... Sunday, February 18th. Thank you, Alex. Philadelphia, we're coming back to our favorite city Philadelphia at the punchline in Philadelphia and the dates on that Alex are February 29th through March 2nd that's a Thursday Friday and a Saturday we'll be in Philly for a few days come on out and see us and then of course DC one night only uh Sunday night March third third Oxnard coming uh, Stamford, Connecticut. It's time to get tickets. Stamford, Connecticut. They never stop harassing me. The New York Comedy Club in Stamford, Connecticut. That is March twelfth, and then I'm doing a really cool place in Auburn, New York. I believe is the city. Mm-hmm. It's called the Auburn Theater. If you live in that part of New York State, I believe it's upstate New York. If I'm not mistaken, I'm coming to the Auburn Theater. March 23rd. And then Kansas City is happening. Kansas City, the it's called the Comedy Club at Kansas City, March 27th. Mm-hmm. And then Florida again, Tampa, side splitters. You better get your tickets. Don't get sold out like it will happen to the people in Fort Worth because that's, that side splitters and Tampa is selling. You, now you actually have the pronunciation right on the, what is it? Go ahead. Dania Beach. Dania Beach. Alex says he got it from... From the mayor of Dania Beach. Mm-hmm. Dania Beach Improv. That is Sunday night, the night after Tampa. I go down to Dania Beach Improv. I'm excited. I've never been, I haven't been in that part of the world in forever. Mm-hmm. What's the date on that one? April 7th. See you then. We are saving lives right now, Alex. I think. I don't know if the money still goes to, like, the people we were trying to save back then are now 38, so maybe even older. It's like 85. I watched the documentary last night on Netflix, if you guys are interested. I think it's called, like, The Greatest Night in Pop or something. Um, And I want to talk about it. Billy Joel, The Greatest Night in Pop. That's what it's called, yeah. 
documentary about the making of We Are The World. If you're my age, you remember it well. I was, uh, I finished the documentary and I went into the bedroom and I told my wife, so that was pretty interesting, the documentary about We Are The World. Just watched. And my wife works for Netflix, so I said it's on Netflix and she goes, yeah, it's doing well. Like it's in the top 10. That's good. I said, do you have any interest in that era? She goes, uh, well, when it came out, I was three. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. It was a big age difference between the two of us. And I never really realized how much of an age difference there is between us because it, we don't seem like it, you know? Mm-hmm. But when it thinks like that, that my wife was three in 1985, you know, and I was in my senior year of high school, I guess, or 11th grade or something like that, this song meant a lot to us. It's a big deal. Bruce Springsteen Shocking Watching documentary I don't know If you guys have seen it But I highly Kind of recommend it If you're into This sort of thing First of all A few things I want to say about it Um Steve Perry Right there A little Steve Perry Um All of the people Who were involved Are still Kind of relevant You know Most of them Are like Went on to still be Have a pretty good career Like the Springsteens and the Billy Joels and the Paul Simons and I mean several of them are dead, but I mean even Lionel Richie and uh and many others, they're all it's not like they're oh, I never heard of this guy again. He never went on to anything. I mean, they got people that uh at the, had a career in eighty five and still have a career now. So that was kind of cool. Um it is interesting to see people like Springsteen and all of them, all of them honestly, before what we have today, and I'm not just talking about the Botoxes and all those things. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about ev- all things. I think, you know, I, I just don't think there was wh- a whitening toothpaste back then. Mm-hmm. And, or, you know, hair products where everybody just washed their hair with the same drugstore Prel. Mm-hmm. And it showed, you know, I think, uh, you know, if, if you look at sin- everybody, everybody was just like weirdly... Like, I don't think they had the the Invisaligns or whatever is keeping people's shit tight these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, Springsteen comes, he he's there to do, like, the interview now. They talk to Springsteen about his time during this We Are The World. And Springsteen, I mean, now, obviously, Springsteen is, he's using all the things that yeah. you could use today to mm-hmm. make himself still keep it tight. And then you look at the Springsteen in 1985, and like, Oh, this is the crooked teeth, you know, just... Uh, and now this, the Springsteen now looks like a fucking model. Yeah. And he's 75. Uh-huh. Uh, he I did, bet all these people look better today. They kind of all do. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, Willie Nelson probably looks better today. Yeah, and and Willie's apart. in it. I'm going to say, it's it's fascinating for many reasons. It's fascinating for just kind of how they all got the. It's just such a different time. It's such a different time that big... First of all, I cannot believe anybody did not freak out during it and say there was one (laughs) you got to watch it it's fucking fascinating at one point these are like the biggest stars in the world Mm -hmm. still kind of most of them are i mean bruce springsteen is at the top of his game still at this point as is billy joel and but they're they're all together nobody's like bigger than the other Mm -hmm. It, it doesn't the thing doesn't start they don't have everybody come to the studio until like one o'clock in the morning because they had the American Music Awards first 
then because everyone's going to be in town for the American Music Awards, they say, okay, now we got you guys in town. Come and do We Are the World. We're going to save, you know, uh, starving Africans. Mm -hmm. So they all show up. I mean, big the biggest stars in the world show up. Yeah. If you want a list at any point, I have a lot of the oh, people I'll, well, involved. Yeah, we'll get to them in a second. And nobody is is kind of like bitching about it. I couldn't believe it because I, and then they keep showing the clock and what time it is. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, they never said it's a.m. I'm like, but this is this is they're showing like four on the clock. Yeah, on a digital, you know, 1985 clock. And I'm like, that's four a.m. Mm -hmm. Like this shit's five a.m., six a.m., and they're still there. All of them. All of them. Yeah. Billy Joel is still there. Bruce Springsteen's still there. I mean, I would have been like, fuck this. I'm out. Al Jarreau is drunk. Al yeah. Jarreau, they keep showing it. <laughs> drunk Al Jarreau, like, you know, and, and why wouldn't Al Jarreau be drunk? It's like, listen, this shit started at 1 o'clock in the morning, and they, you know, they talk about it. that Al Jarreau kept ordering wine, and next thing you know, it was his turn to sing, and the guy couldn't sing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, any, even the chorus, like the background singers, yeah, it's a list of twenty. Oh, there were people, massive people. There were people who didn't even get solos, and they were they yeah. stayed there uh -huh. for like nine. I felt so bad for like Kenny Rogers is uh -huh. there, and the poor old guy. I mean, I know Kenny Rogers wasn't as kind of old as he looked because he had the gray hair and the gray beard and everything. I think he was at that time probably forty. Mm -hmm. But you know, once again, like I was saying earlier, everyone just looked like shit. Um. But he just looked like kind of like a lot of the people just look completely out of place, mm -hmm. like so much so that I would have said, Kenny, you can go home now. Like you, you, you seem tired. I mean, the whole time he's just, I think, trying to be nice because but I mean, it's five o'clock in the morning and poor Kenny Rogers is standing there in a USA for Africa sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it had to be hot. It had to be it looked like a tiny little recording studio. And, you know, Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson. And and then Huey Lewis, they had a lot of these guys there for the interview in the documentary. And Huey Lewis adds a lot to it. And honestly, for my money, I think the best part of this song, which is so kind of cheesy listening to it now, but it's the best part of the song is Huey Lewis and Cindy Lauper and, and uh, Kim Carnes when they do their part. And Huey Lewis was added last minute. It was supposed to be Prince. But Prince just never showed up. He was like, I'm at a bar. And then he called <laughs> Sheila E., who was there, and he said, should I come? And Sheila E. said, you should come, but there's a lot of people here. And he doesn't like a lot of people, I guess. And he's like, no, I'm not doing no, that. No, I'm good. So then they, they like turned to Huey Lewis and said, do you want to do it? And Huey was like, yeah, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of, turned out to be kind of the best part. I mean, they got the full news there. Huey Lewis and the news yeah. were there. Like all they the were whole all news. There. Hall and <laughs> Oates was Everybody was there. It's funny. We talk about how Hall and Oates don't like each other. Hall is credited as a soloist and yeah. Oates is a chorus yeah, member. Yeah, well, Dower Hall, he does with Steve Perry. Yeah. It is. It's a, It's amazing. It's it, the whole thing. I mean, every I can, Jackson is there. All the Jackson. Every well, Jackson. Michael Jackson wrote it with with yeah. um, with with Lionel Richie. Yes, mm -hmm. Lionel Richie. Um yeah, and it's just, I cannot believe more people did not go, I'm out. So, but there was one. And I would have 100% been Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings is there. These were just different times, once again, everybody. This is when, like, the, the charts, the, the charts had, you could literally on the charts have Willie Nelson, Diana Ross, you know, Men at Work. They were all on the same chart. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't every, it was like all different weird kinds of music 
would be hits. Yeah. And so Willie Nelson's there. Kenny Rogers is there. These guys were as big as Diana Ross and, and Lionel Richie. Um, but Waylon Jennings is there. And one point, you know, they're under the gun. They got to get their shit done like that night because uh, they're going to lose everybody the next night. So that's. And at one point, Stevie Wonder says, we have to have some Swahili in this song. If we're going to do the songs for Africa, it's got, if this is for Africa, <laughs> okay. we have to have Swahili verse in it. Yeah. And, and Stevie Wonder starts singing some Swahili lyric that he wants to put in the song. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you just see Waylon Jennings just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> and he talk about it in the, in the documentary. They're like, when they started talking about t- speaking Swahili, Waylon Jennings is like, you know what? This is three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Waylon Jennings is like, what is happening here? I mean, I guess in Waylon Jennings' world, he's like, I don't know what this guy, I don't know Swahili. Uh-huh. I'm not even sure if the countries that were trying, I guess they were, this was when Ethiopia was having a famine or something, if you mm-hmm. remember. And we were trying to raise money for Ethiopia. And then somebody goes, like, I forget who it was. It was like hauling oats or something. Like, they don't speak Swahili in Ethiopia. <laughs> so the whole day was just like, just, it was just craziness. I mean, it's the classic too many cooks in the kitchen. Right, exactly. Like, way and then too they many. finally, and poor Bruce, poor Bob Dylan. Bob mm-hmm. Dylan, you know, he, you see these, it's like a meme now where Bob Dylan is just like in the, he has no idea what's going on. He's uh-huh. just sitting in the chorus. He doesn't know the words. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's like, why am I here? I don't sing like this. This is not my style. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to sing amongst other people. That was the other thing. I was like, all of them were like, I don't want to fucking be singing in front of Michael Jackson. Like, this is like, he's like the best of the best watching us. Mm-hmm. If we fuck up a little bit, you yeah. know, we're not, we didn't prep. We're not warmed up. We didn't, we can't cut. They handed us the lyrics yeah, we got, three we, minutes ago. They, did, they yeah. did. They literally got the lyrics. Like poor Paul Simon is just like, what this is my line like it and you know these guys like mm-hmm. I'm Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel and some of these guys who write great songs they were probably like this is the cheesiest fucking song I've ever seen yeah um so but they did even Bruce Mix actually says that at one point he goes you know say what you want about the song itself it's a little cheesy but it got it did what they needed to do mm-hmm. anyway it's so funny I mean you got to you got to imagine that some of these guys went there after the American Music Awards they were probably just like, oh, this is a fun party night for us. You know, they just won American Music Awards and it's mm-hmm. 1985. They're like, now I want to go out and do cocaine and try and bang uh, Morgan Fairchild or whatever. Yeah. You know, but they're like, no, you got to come and hang out until 7 a.m. Whoa. And sing. And then at one point, they're like, oh, my God. I mean, God. these people started getting ready at, I at know. 7 a.m. the day and before. And none of them looked like the fact that none of them were just like, Losing their minds yeah. is shocking to me. I, I, I would have been like, and I'm, I would have been like, fuck this. Fuck, I don't give mm-hmm. a shit who, fuck you, Stevie Wonder, Bruce Springsteen. I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't give a shit about Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. I got to go. It's, uh, oh my God. I could not believe the whole, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of, you got to watch. It's, it's pretty fascinating. It's only an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. You get the job done. And just to see how weirdly, uh, how weird, how not not perfect everybody looked in 1985. Yeah. You forget, if you could keep your shit tight in 1985, 
you would just, I mean, structurally, the bone structure must have been there. Yeah. Because otherwise, you were, there was, there was no help. Mm. In and these are all people that were touring probably all year. Bruce Springsteen literally flew in. He didn't even go to the American Music Awards. He flew in from his last tour. He, he had, he was on the, the, uh, Born in the USA tour, mm -hmm. which is the biggest tour in the world at that time. And he flew in from like New Jersey to come and do this. It was wild. I mean, the fact that Bruce Springsteen did it is insanity. <laughs> but it was like Quincy Jones was involved. So everybody was like, well, you know, Quincy's a friend. And, mm -hmm. ah, but still, anyway, it's pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Check it out. I love it. And now, you know, things have changed, music has changed. This is the hottest new track. I just, I found it today. I mean, this is going to be taking the world by storm. Mm -hmm. And some people are saying that it's, you know, it's, it's sending the world in a, in a different direction. Here we go. Now, who, what, what's her name? Her name is Ice Spice. Ice Spice. She's a big deal. She was on Saturday Night Live and people love her. Ice Spice. This song is, I believe it's called Fart. It's called Thank You the Shit. And let's then see, in parentheses, Fart. Okay. Came out three days ago. Looks like I'm say in the intro. What? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ice Spice? Yep. You got it. You want me to say something so bad? Stop playing with them, Ryan. Can you please? What? Think you the shit, bitch. What? You're not even the fart. What? I be going hard. Nah. I'm breaking their hearts. Yes. Like, bitches be quick, but I'm quicker. Bitches be thick, but I'm thicker. Bitches be thick, but I'm thicker. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know if I like my my bitches thick. I I, I don't know. If, I know everybody does. A lot of people like them mm -hmm. thick. I don't know if I do. Yeah. I'm I'm like old white guy. You know, I like my bitches uh, thin. Thin. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I don't mind a little. Th I don't know, but not thick, thick. Yeah, even the Kardashians are it's a little toning too thick. it down a little. Yeah, well, they all are. They all yeah. got it. Whatever they had in there, taken out. Spackle, whatever they put in her asshole. What? We didn't say that. That's not. No, that was Ice Spice. That was Ice Spice. We did not. We don't use that word around here. Alex does sometimes, but no. only, when he's, only when he's in traffic. What she's saying is, Alex, you probably don't know this. What she's saying is, you think you're the shit, but you're not even a fart. Mm -hmm. You get it? Yeah, I get it. You understand what's happening here? Mm -hmm. You think you're the shit, but you're not. And some people would say a fart is like the beginning of a shit. Mm -hmm. And you're not even that. You're not even a fart. No. You ever see, yeah, there's a song by the Beatles called A Long and Winding Road. Mm -hmm. Lead you to your door. The, originally, uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon had written that. It that's what it said. The long and winding road. They changed it later. Mm -hmm. It was the original lyric is the long and winding road leads me to take a shit. A lot of people don't know this. I thought it was a fart. Turns out it was a shit. So she's not I the first. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people don't. It's it's I mean, uh if you look at some of the there's a Netflix documentary on it. You got to watch it. And a <laughs> lot of people. Uh, so she's not the first to talk mm -hmm. about uh, the fart and the shit and, and how closely related they are. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't I don't I don't disagree with the sentiment because a lot of people do think there's the shit and a lot of them aren't even the fart. No. Leads me to my next story. Speaking of people being the shit and and uh, are not the fart. I Alex. I mean my. 
my um my star has risen. Oh, yes. And it continues to rise. We talked about it on Tuesday's episode. I mean, the the cast of Benny and the Roids, an after school special I did in 1988, mm-hmm. is reaching out to me. They're just they, everyone wants to get together with the, you know, the, the the breakout star of Benny and the Roids. One line that was dubbed over, mm-hmm. and many of them reaching out to me. What's going on? How how do we become the level of stardom you are? Cruise News is is uh, yeah Doug is credit, Parker Doug Parker is crediting us with saving the cruise industry mm-hmm. for our our playing of Cruise News. Um, however, I, I thought it couldn't, it couldn't rise any higher than potentially having Doug Parker on as a guest on uh, cover to cover. But yesterday I got an email okay. from Las Vegas, the people, the good people of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they said, Chris, like the mayor, I don't well, listen, somebody, okay. Somebody from Las Vegas, <laughs> whoever, well, I don't want to mention names, but mm-hmm. somebody, they said, you're invited. It's a celebrity tournament in Las Vegas, and you are invited. Super Bowl weekend, Chris. It's Super Bowl's coming up. It's in Las Vegas. It's on February 11th. That weekend is going to be, the city's going to be a buzz. Las Vegas is going to be a buzz with parties and, mm-hmm. and charity events. Not unlike We Are The World. Everybody's coming. Yep. And uh, I was invited to a celebrity pickleball tournament. Whoa. In Las Vegas. Whoa. Chris Frangiola, we'd like to invite you to a celebrity pickleball tournament the weekend of Super Bowl in Las Vegas. A celebrity. You understand, Alex? Yes. Okay. Now, here's when I get invited to these things, which is rare, but sometimes it happens. The first thing that, of course, think, and which everybody who's normal should think when you get these invitations, Mm -hmm. the first thought should be, well... If you've gotten to the point where you're inviting me, something's gone terribly wrong. Uh-huh. And I don't, it's like the old, uh, I think it's Groucho Marx is, is this quote is attributed to him. When Groucho Marx says, I do, I would never want to belong to a club that would have me as a member. Yeah. And I couldn't agree with that more. Um, if you're inviting me to your red carpet or your, uh, or your pickleball tournament on Super Bowl <sighs> weekend, let me just say that Leonardo DiCaprio is probably not going to that one. No, I don't think so. Anyway, some of the people that are going, that I mentioned it to you yesterday, didn't I? Mm-hmm. And I gave you some of the names. And we looked them up. Some of them are athletes. A lot of athletes. Jewel. Jewel? Is going to be there. Well, it's it's Jewel's charity. Okay. Okay. So whether she's going to be there or not, I don't know. But I would imagine she would be mm-hmm. because it's Jewel's charity. Yeah. And let's face it. I mean, I, we all love Jewel. Who doesn't love Jewel? But Jewel's not... Uh, She's not Ice Spice. No. She's, she thinks she's a ship, but she's not even a fart. Jewel's a fart. You think Jewel's a fart? At least... You know, I, you know what? I'm going to agree with you. Jewel is a fun. Yeah, I mean, like, who doesn't like yeah. Jewel? Everyone likes Jewel. And apparently she's dating Kevin Costner now. So that's that's big. That's yeah. a big deal. Oh, yeah, I did hear that, which is kind of yeah. a weird pairing. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's a perfect pairing. Okay. I think they're, she's a, he's much older than her, but not that. You know, she's 50, I think, or close to it. And they're both in a country western-ish world, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Seems like a nice, two couple nice people. Yeah. Anyway, it's her charity. Listen, they invited me. These are some of the now. Here's my I, first of all. I, I had to say no because I'm going to be in Lexington, Kentucky, and you know that's that's that's, a, that's where I am. Yeah, my, many of these people have to say no for you know whatever. I have I'm going to something better. Blah 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 blah. Not me. Mm-hmm. I'm in Lexington, Kentucky that weekend at Comedy Off Broadway. Okay, can't make it. However, 
One of the people who did say yes, which will show you everything you need to know, is uh, Kelly Dodd. Yep. Kelly Dodd of the uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. At one time, I don't believe she's on it anymore, but she has podcasts and stuff now, Out of and she's a pickleball person. Mm-hmm. I've listened to her podcast or her YouTube, whatever it is, with her husband, and uh, and and I like her husband. I, I don't know. I don't even know her or mind her either. I mean, who knows? I don't know anything about these people. Anyway, she, but you know, her and I have had issues in the past, I believe. Yes. And uh, you know, fueled by me, I I think I started something a feud. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, people love to start feuds. Yeah. I think I started a feud. Started a podcast. Kelly, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Went nowhere. Um. Anyway, so she uh she was mad at me or something and pretended she didn't know who I was, and she probably doesn't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, could you imagine, Alex? I mean, this is, we're talking, this is, has the makings of, of a classic. I mean, you, this could almost be a movie. Mm-hmm. Here are two feuding Podcasters? D-listers. Oh, okay. D-listers. Two feuding D-listers. Tomato, tomato. Okay. We have gotten to the point where we're, I don't know, we go through the ranks of pickleball celebrity tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, and we keep inching up. Final. This is like Karate Kid. Yeah. We get to the point where it's the finals. And who has made it to the finals? It is Chris Frangiola. Who? Chris Frangiola. I'm not familiar with the name. Oh, he was. Oh, how could I? What's the best way to say this? Uh, can we still? I don't. I'm not familiar with the politically correct terms people use these days. Is has been still a term? <laughs> yeah, but I, I think he would frown upon that. Where uh-huh. is he? Well, he's he's in the finals. Yeah. But where is he currently? And if we call him a husband now, like he's not going to hear it. Well, he's in his room. Mm-hmm. That wasn't was it given to him for free because he was invited as a celebrity uh, member of the? No, no, no. They gave him a discounted room. That's Ooh. what that's what they offer. Discounted At room. What hotel? The Plaza. Oh, well, that's a good discount. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking Isn't about. Isn't it like on Fremont Street it's, or whatever? Well, it's off of Fremont Street, but apparently it's down they there. have. It's like a, it's like from the from the 1940s. This yeah. hotel, but apparently they have a pickleball like court. I believe they're the hotel. They're, yeah. they're the one hotel leaning into pickleball yeah. in Vegas. Well, not the one, but oh, is not, it more I guess they're leaning harder. But the Cosmo used to have a couple tennis courts, and they're Ten- kind of Alex. Tennis. We're talking pickleball. I know, but the Cosmo just got rid of a tennis court in favor of a pickleball oh, court. Well, I, I, maybe the finals will be at the Cosmo. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, they offered me a discounted rate okay. if I wanted to stay at the Plaza Hotel, which is nice, you know, whatever it was, 30% off, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm not getting anything, really, to, to, to attend, yeah. which I, 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 I can't attend. But I appreciate the, the invitation. But could you imagine if we get to the point where it's the finals, and it's me versus Kelly Dodd. Yeah. In pickleball at the Plaza Hotel. Is it the Plaza? The Plaza. Yeah, the Plaza Hotel and Casino in Lost Downtown Las Vegas. Yeah. The amount, I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be one thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the real Super Bowl would be on the Saturday before Super Bowl Sunday. Usher might even say, you know what? I, I'd i rather perform at this. Mm-hmm. So many people are going to be talking. Uh, uh, Doug... <laughs> What's his name? Cruise News. Oh, Doug Parker. Doug Parker's going to be in the, he'll be in the attendance. Yes. He'll be watching. Uh-huh. All the celebrities are coming to just watch. It'll be like a Laker game, you know, where the people just courtside, courtside. will be Doug Parker's courtside. Post Malone. Jules. Jules. <laughs> Ice Spice is coming. Yeah. She thinks she's a shit. Mm-hmm. 
but and the whole front row is going to be filled with farts. Yeah, they think everyone. Yeah. Thinks, <laughs> they all think they're the shit, but they ain't the. They're not. They're not even a fart. Yeah, but these farts are the ones who go to the the pickleball tournament at the Plaza Hotel. Yeah. Uh so anyway, I I thought the invitation was funny, and I thought I would tell you guys about it. I'm, I don't mean to make fun of, it, but I appreciate the invitation. Mm-hmm. I won't be making it, but Kelly Dodd said yes, and Kelly Dodd's a real pickleball. She's player. an avid pickleball. She'd probably beat beat my ass bad in pickleball, and I and then I'd lose to Kelly Dodd, and I could you know she's you. one of those people who loves a feud, mm-hmm. and then she would you know talk about me for the next six months on her podcast, like I beat that bucktooth loser. I don't even know who he is, and he came and he said I am the shit, and he said I was a Fart, fuck him, mm-hmm. and then the husband tries to calm her down. That's his role on the on the podcast. He always <laughs> goes, "Now, honey, let's not," because uh, I think he's like legal guy or something. So yeah. he's got doesn't want any lawsuits. Mm-hmm. And let's now let's calm down. He's probably a decent person when it comes. No, he's not. No, he's not. How do you do? How you do you do? Good. With my, yeah, thank you. So that's uh, that's. I'm just trying to say the invitations are coming. Yeah, the offers are rolling. The in. offers are rolling in exactly. So let's just look at it like this. Here's how we look at it. Right now, it's it's a celebrity pickleball tournament, and that's we are using celebrity about as loosely as it could possibly be used. <laughs> I mean, I if if we're any if we're, if the word celebrity were being used any looser, it would it would it would it would fall from great heights. Whatever. Yeah. The, the most. What's the loosest thing you could think? of? The slot machines at the Plaza Hotel. Look Ooh. at me. I'm I'm playing the I'm doing playing the part. Yeah, I'm pr- promoting the Plaza. Anyway, I won't be going. I won't be attending because I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky, at the Comedy Off Broadway. You'd um, just pull a Prince and go hang out at the Circa all weekend. Uh, th- yeah, that Prince does not even bother with these things, and mm-hmm. you know that's what I should just be doing. But I, I look at me. I'm like Prince. I'm just not even bothering. Uh. Anyway, I thought that was interesting, and I thought it'd be fun to tell you guys about. And I mean, do you want to hear some of the other celebrities that are that are already on board? I would. Okay, just to uh, get back to the uh, pickle bowl for a second. So it is the Vegas Pickle Bowl. That's what it's called. It's mm-hmm. just like this play on Super Bowl. It's the Pickle Bowl. It's February 9th, live streamed. Oh, oh, so I would be. You guys could probably go over to a website and watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Celebrity Pro Am, and February 10th is the optional amateur tournament. Uh, it goes from 11 to 2. Uh, the foundation is inspiring children. Nothing inspires children quite like a bunch of old has-beens playing uh, pickleball on the roof of a uh, rundown hotel in downtown Las Vegas. That's children, most of the children would say, uh, would you like to meet uh, Ice Spice? Mm-hmm. No. No. Do you, uh, you have any connections to uh, Jewel or Kelly Dodd? Hold on, let me see if I could make a mm-hmm. phone call. Do you know Chris Frangiola? Uh, no. Who's this? Uh, he was on TV like 12 years ago. Well, when you um, were in ninth grade, they showed you Benny and the Roy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was a break, one of the break, breakout stars of that. So, um, Anyway, these are inspiring children, personalities who will be there. The celebrity coach will be Matt Manas. Okay. He's, I guess, a, a big... Uh, featuring um, Marcellus Wiley's coming. She'll be there. Okay. Golden Tate, Kelly Dodd, Cameron Blackwood. You mm-hmm. know any of these people? Are any of these ringing a bell? I was looking them up, and a lot of them are athletes. Logan Lyles coming, and more. And singer-songwriter Jewel. That's her. It's her foundation, Children's Foundation. Not only put a one-of-a-kind event, but also make a meaningful impact. They do incredible work supporting mental, social, emotional, physical health 
uh, at For At Risk Youth and join us. You'll be helping. We're donating 25% of all proceeds to this amazing cause. Oh. Could you imagine the money yeah. that's, the, the, the windfall of money that's coming? Mm-hmm. Listen, if you are an underprivileged child, <laughs> think of the money that is coming your way on February 12th. Mm-hmm. February 12th. There's going to be the dink. Back up. Back up the Brinks truck because the money that's <laughs> going to be made by the the just the amount of people who are gonna want to watch mm-hmm. the live stream celebrity event with uh, Marcellus Wiley and Golden Tate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the millions that are going coming the way of these children, and it's also they're getting twenty five percent. You're looking at you're gonna, you're looking at about forty seven dollars and fifty cents coming your way yeah. for the underprivileged children. So that's exciting. Uh, the Vegas Pickleball is set to be a highlight featuring both amateur tournament and celebrity pro. And that's me. That's what I would be. I would be cele- I'm a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, all in Vegas premieres pickleball venue. See, it is the premier. The Plaza Hotels is the premier pickleball venue of, of Las Vegas. Uh, feel free to stay on for some uh, open play action, too. Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. Sunday, open play. Oh, I could just get I could just fuck around on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm making a mistake not going to this. Hey, hey, I'll call up uh, Kelly. Di- Kelly, it's me, Chris. Let's, Let's bury wanna- the hatchet. <laughs> Let's bury the hatchet. Get out there for some open play. Yeah. What do you say? That'd be fun. You know, her and, her and I could be friends. Yeah. I she'd probably, we'd probably like each other. I think a lot of those names we didn't recognize, it says here, I think they're pickleball influencers. That's, what I, that's why I, I'm, I'm afraid, because maybe you guys are into pickleball. I don't want to make fun of pickleball, because I actually would probably love it if I mm-hmm. if I played it. So I didn't want to make fun of them too much, because they're probably at the height of their game in the pickleball world. So yeah. uh, I don't I don't want to fuck with them. Yeah. Uh, I have to just, it said, just reply with a quick amen and we'll get your name on the list and get you all the details. Hope to see you there making a difference and enjoying the best of Vegas pickleball. Making a difference. That's what everybody mm-hmm. knows. That's what I'm about. Um, anyway, all I'm saying is things are starting to happen over here. So if you guys, if you, if you haven't gone over to Frangiola.fun yet and gotten your tickets to this round of shows that are coming up, Louisville, Lexington, Ontario, um. Uh. Keep Alex. Keep help me out. Louisville, uh, Lexington, Philadelphia, Ontario, D.C., D.C., uh, Kansas City, Oxnard, uh, Oxnard, Stamford, Connecticut, Stamford, Connecticut. Those people. They the comedy club does mm. not stop bothering me. You need to sell more mm. tickets. So. Auburn, New York. Auburn, New York. That's gonna be. That's a gorgeous little theater in a beautiful mm. little city of Auburn, New York. Come in there. Auburn Theater is called. Go yep. look it up. If you live in that part of the world, Frangiola.fun has the link. Make mm-hmm. I'll make it real easy on you. Yep. And you could see it legitimate bona fide celebrity within your town. Uh, you know, I, I've been invited to a pickleball tournament. So celebrity, celebrity yeah. pro-am. Your whatever. star is rising. I'm trying to tell people, but nobody seems to be getting it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there you go. I mean, helping children, too. That, did we mention that? Mm-hmm. Uh, AI, we can't get enough of it over here. AI, AI, I can't really, I can't really seem to put my finger on exactly what it is. Are they just going to use, are they going to rewriting all the scripts in Hollywood? Are they putting, are they just putting big tits on, on Taylor Swift (laughs) or, uh, or are they going to take over, you know, the world, uh, robots eventually just Mm going to be, uh, beating us all up in the streets and taking our, our, our women and our money. I, I don't, who knows, but anyway, out here in Pasadena, California, the first AI, completely AI automated AI 
uh, restaurant has opened. And uh, we thought it would be interesting, just this little news clip that aired yesterday here in the local news here in Los Angeles about the first fully AI-controlled fast food restaurant in uh, in the, the world, I believe. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and let's, let's see it's here. The first ever completely autonomous and AI-powered restaurant opened in Pasadena. It comes complete with burger-flipping robots. KCAL News reporter Joy Benedict stopped by the mechanical dine-in for a megabyte. Flippy the chef makes Spud spectacular. This automated grill Flippy. gives the meat hold on, hold on. its sizzle. Um. Uh, just added, just just broken, <laughs> breaking news, just added to the Celebrity Pro-Am Pickleball <laughs> Tournament is a Flippy the Chef is coming. He's a world head chef head of, chef of, of the, mechanicals. The first auto, fully automated yeah. fast food, Flippy the Chef will be there. Mm -hmm. Who else? Chris Frangiola, Flippy the Chef, Kelly Dodd, and uh, Jewel. Mm -hmm. Sounds pretty good. Sounds good. Okay, go on. As this restaurant goes robotic... For this burger, it would take about 120 seconds. Cali Express by Flippy is the world's first AI-powered eatery. There's new technology outside the kitchen, too. A cheeseburger. Order kiosks use facial recognition to remember oh, you, your favorite sounds food, awful and how me. you like to pay. Then like watch, just go watch up and, and order from, like, a box, mm -hmm. and then the Flippy the shit. Flippy oh. the chef is Flippy the chef. Is he all of AI? Like when he's not chefing, mm -hmm. when he's not being Flippy the chef, does what else do you do? What do you do when you're off work, Flippy the chef? Oh, thank you for asking. A lot of people are not never ask questions about me. They just think I'm an AI robot who flips French fries. I'm much more than that. For instance, I will be playing pickleball on the roof <laughs> of a third-rate hotel in Las Vegas against some people would call him D-list. I wouldn't even go that far. Ha-ha. <laughs> That's what we call trash talk. Comprende? <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so, so, Flippy, what do you do when you're not working at the restaurant? Oh, you might have heard some of my work recently. I was responsible for putting big tits on Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, that was you? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, I <laughs> I also made a George Carlin comedy special. Have you heard this? This oh, George, this AI I George haven't. Carlin comedy special. Oh my God, it's all just so right at this point, I'm not gonna fully get on board AI because it seems at this point, mm -hmm. hey, listen, I once again, I think I talked about on Tuesday, we've been putting fake big tits on. I mean, not me personally, but mm -hmm. like Hustler magazine has been doing it since, you know, the since the yeah. 70s. So, Seventh graders hey, of Photoshop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. AI is not the first to no. put big tits on Taylor Swift. Uh, but anyway, so there you go. I feel like, I don't know if that's the end of times or the beginning of times, but mm -hmm. there's a, now how long would something like that last? I feel like this is, they have those robot bartenders in, in like Las Vegas and places like that where mm -hmm. you can go get a cocktail made by a robot and it's fun for about two minutes. Yeah. Who do you complain to if you, you know, if they put, um, say you don't want pickles and they put pickles on it. Now, who do you get? You got to go talk to Flippy? <laughs> you got to send an email. Yeah, probably. You gotta, uh, yeah. Hi, Flippy, you put pickles on this. Oh, did I? Excuse me, Karen. And I get it. Yeah, I saw yeah, what yeah, you yeah. did there. Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, well, that's, we thought, an interesting story. Ow!
This episode brought to you by Every Plate. Oh, we have the Every Plate box, Alex, over here. We love it. I love it. Are you making resolutions for 2024? Get Every Plate and take back your time with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in six simple steps. Save even more time with quick and easy recipes, including easy cleanup options and ready in 30 minutes or less. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and more time reaching for your New Year's goals. In 2024, you can count on every plate to make meal times easier without compromising on quality. Every plate recipes include only the highest quality ingredients, including sustainability sourced seafood that meets the Monterey Bay Aquarium seafood rankings so you know your meals will be fresh and flavorful. Now, you ready for this, Alex? This is because you're cover to cover, people, okay? You could sizzle your way into the new year with a dollar steak for life. Simply add a 10-ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for just a dollar per box where subscription is active. Now that's raising the stakes for dinner. Ooh. That's I didn't that's not me. That was written, but I did a pretty good read of it, right? Yeah. But I love this every plate, Alex. We had some fun with it. My wife and I, I mean my wife did most of it, but Beckett helped out. We were doing all sorts of fun stuff. So thanks, every plate, for all you do. Alex is now, you know how Alex loves a call to action. Alex is going to call you all to action and tell you what every plate, the good people over at every plate are offering you because you are cover to cover listeners. Go get some every plate. Go ahead, Alex. Get a meal for $1.49 plus $1 stakes for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering the code 49cover. Subscriptions must be active to qualify and redeem $1 steak. Get started with every plate for $1.49 per meal plus $1 steaks for life. Go to everyplate.com slash podcast entering code 49 cover. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem your dollar stakes. That's up to $110 value. Thank you, every plate. I thought this would be fun, Alex. Uh... You know, we like you know uh, we do a list. This is not necessarily a list, but I it did come out yesterday at KTL KTLA five here on our our own local news in Los Angeles. You know, we take a bad rap here in Los Angeles for our traffic. You know, are we the worst? And if you ask me, it's bad. I mean, mm-hmm. we are. It's real bad. However, according to this, uh, you ready for this, Tom? Tom. Mm-hmm. Remember them? Yeah. Or they did have like a, my parents, Alex. They, oh, I thought you were talking about Tom Sandoval's Tom. restaurant. That thing? Oh, no, 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 no. They have a restaurant. They have a restaurant. I think, they? yeah. Tom Sandoval. You mean it was well, two guys did? named Tom. Yeah, That's- well, one guy's named Tom. I think it's Tom Seaver. He used to pitch for the oh. Mets as the one guy. And then Tom Sandoval's the other guy. You mean the... God, it's not really. Everybody's... I know it's not Tom Seaver. Um, <laughs> but... but uh, You mean the little... Uh, the Tom GPS Tom, yeah, systems. it was a GPS yeah. system that, yeah, I think this was a thing of the yeah. past now, but my mom and dad still, they still bring it. My mom Ooh. and dad packed their Tom Tom when they came out to LA. They weren't even driving, but they packed their Tom Tom just in case yeah. they might have had to drive. My dad was going to hook up his Tom Tom and take care of business. Anyway, according to Tom Tom, uh, we are not the worst traffic in this country. Are you ready for this? And you guys might live in some of these cities and you can attest to this. Maybe you have to deal with this traffic. We're not even, we barely made the top 10, the city of Los Angeles, which is shocking to me. Number one for the worst traffic in the country, Alex, mm-hmm. New York City. I could agree with that, depending yeah. upon where you're talking about. Like New York City, pro- yeah, I mean, it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. If you're like driving on 30, 34th and 3rd, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, Washington, D.C., number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. San Francisco, number three. 
Boston, number four. Uh, Boston's, I've been, problem. Chicago, number five. I agree with all of these. Yep. This one's interesting because I, I don't think I've ever driven there, but six is Baltimore. Oh, okay. Seven, Seattle. Eight, we'll be there in a few weeks, Alex. Philadelphia. Okay. I hope I don't have to deal with the traffic. Philadelphia, we're coming. Punchline, Philadelphia. Mm. What are the dates, Alex? Give the people the dates. Philadelphia? Yeah. February 29th through March 2nd. February 29th, 30th. Yeah, you get the idea. February 29th? Oh, that's February. So yeah. It's only 29th. Yeah. And then 1st and 2nd. Uh, Philadelphia. Nine, Los Angeles. There we are. And then 10, Miami. Okay. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, you. who would have thought? Who would have thought we'd be nine? You want to hear something scary? I hope this never happens to me. Danny Masterson, you guys know. We oh. talked about it uh, you know, f- on this podcast when it all went down. That's all just fa- interesting, fascinating. I mean, this was a guy on top of the world in the 70s show, was on the ranch or whatever. He was whatever Ashton Kutcher did, he went along. Mm-hmm. And he was accused of rape, and he was convicted of rape, raping two women. In the 1990s, uh, he was just moved from his, uh, he was in an L.A. county lockup and later at North Kern uh, County State Prison intake facility. Medicine was recently moved to Cochran Prison, which is a maximum security. It's the prison that Charles Manson was at. <laughs> okay. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. Yeah. This is a guy. Now, just stay with me. Not that it matters, but it is, this is a guy who at one time was, Mr. TV. I mean, the 70s show was a big hit. He was on it. He was doing all the talk shows. He was probably living, having the time of his life. Young, handsome guy, you know, mm-hmm. about, about town. Bon vivant. He was probably invited to pickleball tournaments all over the place. Yep. Uh, red carpets, doing all the fun stuff. You know, just, I think he's a Scientologist or whatever the fuck. Uh, I but, believe you're right. But all that aside. Anyway, he, he did get a 30-year sentence. Um, and he's moved to the Cochrane state facility where he'll he'll okay that 70 stars expected to serve the bulk of his 30 uh years to life sentence prison records show that he will first be eligible eligible excuse me for parole in 2042 when he's currently 47 he will be 66 he has preteen girl with bijou phillips Masterson's latest move was first reported uh, by Jeffrey Augustine, who adds that Masterson will be housed in the prison's level four maximum security housing unit, the highest level of security available. Besides Charles Manson, notable former inmates at the Corcoran prison include Bobby Kennedy's assassin, Sirhan Sirhan. Built in 1988 uh, and known colloquially as Corcoran State Prison, uh, if I'm pronouncing that word correctly, the facility houses some of the state's most dangerous convict. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah. Okay, this was a guy who was, a, and now he's in a place that's that houses some of the state's most dangerous convicts and has a large population of level four inmates, mm-hmm. those requiring the highest degree of protection and or supervision. If Masterson struggles in the prison's level four general population, Corcoran has a small wing called the Protective Housing Unit for Inmates in danger of being harmed. Mm-hmm. The wing was where Manson was kept from 1989 until he was moved to another prison nearly a decade later. Could you imagine going from that to whatever he was, mm-hmm. 1970s show and all that, to now being... Because you know someone's going to fuck with him in the prison just oh, because yeah. he's Danny Masterson. Mm-hmm. That's and why I think they're doing He's not even it. eligible for parole until he's like 70. Yeah. Oh my God! What a nightmare! Is it all worth it? Like these people, 
with the uh, with the raping and the sexual mm-hmm. assault. Like, what are you doing? Keeping your pants, you fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, you had it all. And now you're in Cochrane State Prison. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sound. I mean, nothing could sound worse. That's about halfway between Fresno and Bakersfield. Oh, I, I, you pass it all the time on the yeah. way up there. You see it. Uh, anyway, that's that's all. I mean, I just wanted to read that because it's just one of those one of those. It's like a, uh, it's it's like your biggest fear, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you just like, oh, God, I hope I never have to go to prison for anything, mm-hmm. especially like that prison, yeah. you know. I, I mean, I got to go for jail for a year because I didn't pay my taxes or whatever. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But maximum security, Corcoran State, Sirhan, Sirhan shit. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Oh, man, that's brutal. Ah, what are you going to do? Who cares? Uh, All right. Uh, The only other thing that I could think would be worse than, than, um, than being in Corcoran State prison is uh, playing pickleball against (laughs) Kelly Dodd in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, Okay. Other story that I thought might be one, just one that really, you know, kind of takes us home here over on cover to cover. I went over to uh, to Vermont Country Store today just to see what they got going on because I haven't, you know, sometimes I I, I seem to be, I don't know, they're a little late on sending me the catalogs. I'm not getting them as frequently as I used to, whether they don't have one yet or I think they're pushing you out. This coming up, they might be. They know, but look. Look what I did for the cruise industry. I think Vermont Country Show some embrace what we're doing over here instead mm-hmm. of shunning us. Yes. But I get it. They think we're making fun, but we're not. No. We well, love Cabot. Well, we're about to. Um, they got a lot of stuff on sale over there. Uh, Say, so, you know, they have a section. You can go on as a clearance section. and they, they, oh. they'll, they'll clear out. They'll clear out. Right now, they're currently clearing out a lot of Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're clearing out uh, some Halloween stuff I saw. Okay. And and then a lot of new stuff's coming in, a lot of summer stuff, a lot of uh, Valentine's candies and things like that. If you're interested, head over there, check that stuff out. Uh, So this is something that that caught my eye. It's an embossed red filigree tin. Uh, Nice looking box, like a little box. It's a tin. And I guess it was, uh, it's on sale currently because it was was Christmas themed. But it could be any time of the year. It's just red. It looks nice. It's nice... uh, filigree tin whatever that means mm-hmm. and it's filled with luxury malted milk balls okay um nice looking you want to take a look at it take a look at it because you're going to be guessing the price in a second Alex. Okay. that's why we ask you it's a filigree tin which is there's tins out there mm-hmm. you know some of them just junk shit tins yeah like what the fuck is this it's not is this a filigree no it's not it's some crappy brand this is a filigree tin the best tins in the business yeah right mm-hmm what do you think? Of, what do you think? An embossed? It's embossed. You know what that means? Yes. <laughs> Could you tell me? Yeah, it's where uh, yeah, it's, it's like a raised, like, like a raised, like a little mm-hmm. raised thing on it. Yeah. So it's, it's like embossed. the opposite of engraved. Yeah. Oh, you're, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. It's embossed red filigree tin. Uh-huh. I feel like you're gonna guess this price because you seem to know a lot about uh, <laughs> about embossing and, and filigree tins. Can I ask what the count is of? Uh, well, it's just Alex, don't get, let's not get crazy. Is it's, there it's, anything in lug- it? I just said it's filled with luxury malted milk. Yeah, balls. what's the count on the milk bowl? It doesn't say necessarily a count. Okay. I mean, it could. Okay, okay. It's no coincidence that this collectible tin with its gold embossed filigree detail and fancy diamond shaped keyhole resembles a beautiful jewelry box. Mm-hmm. Our in-house artist. Okay, I mean, you want to you want to just make your joke still? There's an in-house artist who did this. Yeah, uh, designed it to reflect the chocolate gems inside. Okay. okay. 
Open the hinge tin and you'll be treated to premium malted milk bowls with crisp malted milk centers and the thickest layer of chocolate we've ever seen. Whoa. And that's saying something. These these, these are these Vermont Country Store, they've seen a lot of chocolate, mm-hmm. a lot of different types of chocolate coatings. Yeah. They're saying, Cabot and Orton are saying, this is the thickest they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it's in a, in a an embossed tin. Yeah, filigree. Filigree, <laughs> <laughs> if we're even pronouncing that correctly. Uh, we think they're triple dipped. Whoa. This is, this is they think, they don't, they don't even, they're like, Hey, we could probably get that information. Yeah. We're not even going to fucking deal with these. No. You think I'm going to go over and start chatting malted balls with these people? Mm-mm. I'm just going to guess these things have been triple dipped. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to call up the malted ball people. How many times have you dipped these? Mm-hmm. They're probably dipped by some AI robot. Flippy. Flippy the, <laughs> Flippy the triple dipper? Flippy, Flippy probably dipped these fuckers. Uh, all right. Anyway, it doesn't say how many... Uh, it's just beautifully designed hinge tin with golden bus filled with 18 ounces of luxury malted milk. Oh, wow. Bottles. Doesn't say how many, but... Well, triple dip, ounces. that's like four. Uh, right. Exclusive. It's exclusive to the Mon Country Store. Um, and then you can also get the malted milk bowls in a 19-ounce tub sold separately if you want to get them on their own okay. without this damn tin mm-hmm. to be, you know, just taking up room in your house. What do you think that goes for, Alex? Uh, do you want me to guess the clearance price or no, the I, list? I, I, uh, the price currently. Price, the price currently? Yeah. You're asking a lot of questions. I'm gonna say forty dollars. <laughs> Ooh, you're not. I mean, you're ten bucks off. It's okay. thirty dollars. It's thirty bucks. So you, it's not awful. But of course, as we always like to do over here on Cover to Cover, there's been some reviews. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we got one lady who gave it one star, and you'd be like, "Well, what could possibly be wrong? I mean, this thing sounds beautiful." Mm-hmm. Her name's Deb. Is it normally? Always? Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's Deb. And Deb says the bag inside was not sealed. The malted bowls were not sealed, mm-hmm. but it was sealed. It was inside the tin. Yeah. I feel like that's an, haven't you read about this tin? Mm. I mean, this is a, that's the ceiling. Yeah. You don't need another seal inside a seal. But anyway, Deb does. Deb's like, oh, I'm not going to eat this. Yeah. Tainted crap. Is it triple dipped? Could be. Yeah. We don't even know. We, we're guessing it's triple dipped. It's the thickest I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, she says the bag inside is not sealed one star. Okay. I'm still trying to get a resolution to this issue. Deb's, Deb's waiting around. Yeah. Is he, is he, is he fucking going to call me or what? Because mm-hmm. this thing is not sealed, and I can't eat these multiples. I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to sit here and eat these multiples, but I'm not going to eat these tainted multiples. Ah, uh, probably filled with smack. Ever tell you the time my mother told us, don't, don't, eat that, don't eat our Halloween candy with kids? My mother goes, don't mm-hmm. eat that one, because it had like some white, you know how sometimes chocolate just gets old? Yeah. You know, you open up those crackles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Remember crackle? Remember oh, that? I love crackle. You know, like a crackle. Yeah, you do? like a yellow. It's like the preset pre- predecessor yeah, like, to the crunch bar. The crunch bar, exactly. Yeah, yeah, crackle. Yeah. It's called. It's like a low rent crunch bar. Oh, I think it's a high rent crunch bar. Mm, <laughs> that's for you. It is. Yeah. Well, it's the um, only way you can get a Mister Good bar is if it's accompanying a crackle. And don't even besmirch Mister Good. Oh, bar. you like the Mister Good, but that's oh, just got yeah. one peanut in it, right? One big peanut. That's all you need. Well, anyway, crackle uh, had you know sometimes they get a little white. Mm-hmm. The chocolate gets old or something. My mother like screamed across the living room. It was me and my brothers were about. My brother was about to put a tainted crackle into his mouth. <laughs> she was like, "No, it's covered in smack." That's yeah. what she said. My mother was using the street term for heroin, mm-hmm. like she was, uh, like she was Manuel Noriega. Or something. <laughs> uh, all right, how you want to hear a five star review of this? Five mm-hmm. star. First of all. Right off the bat, I don't know if this is the right woman to be, uh, you know, I say woman, but it could be a man. Yeah. I don't know if this is the right person to be giving a review of this because their name is Chocolate Lover. 
chalk lover. Okay. So right away already they're they're fans of chalk. So they mm-hmm. might might not be the best person to review this. No. Because it's triple dipped, thickest coating that Orton and Cabot have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Melt in your mouth addictive, says Chocolate oh. Lover. Five stars. These malted milk bars are insanely delicious, addictive to die for. And this huge tin box is quite lovely too. The keyhole on the box front is fake. Oh. I think everyone should know that. So you can't lock up your malt balls. She just wrote, if anybody's wondering, it's fake. So don't be keeping, after you're finished with your malt balls, don't be keeping. A loaded uh, gun or anything in there. (laughs) Anything important. (laughs) Any of the important uh, household, you know, like a bill of sale Mm -hmm. or whatever you might need. It's not. Because the keyhole's just a a fake keyhole. It's not a fire safe. She wrote ha ha after that. That was kind of her joke. Chocolate love is having a pretty good time. Mm Mm-hmm. I could see myself ordering more of these malted milk balls to fill this tin, which you I just told you you can do that. Yeah, 19 ounces. She could see herself potentially doing that. She hasn't done it yet, but in her future, Chalk Lover might be able to, she mm-hmm. might get some more. Yeah. But I'm going to have to use some discipline and wait a bit since these are a tad expensive for my budget. Whoa. Could you imagine? Luckily for her, they're on sale. Well, no, the tin's on sale. Oh. I mean, but she wants to just refill the tin. Mm. And the, the regular, like you just, the malted balls, they're not on sale. That's no. that's you know that's that's a blue chip item, mm-hmm. and she didn't have the budget for something like that. You know, she yeah. had the budget. She could she had thirty bucks to get the tin, but now the tin sits empty in her house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would imagine surrounded by cats. Poor and cat. uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and she's just like, oh, I'd like to fill this thing up again, mm-hmm. but I don't have that kind of money. No. I'm not sitting on extra malted milk ball money. No, you know what I could do for this chalk lover. I'm going to tell you this. I don't know if you I don't know if you know Jewel, but Jewel runs a, uh, a charity. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she normally gives that money to uh, underprivileged children. Yeah, twenty five percent of it. But I have a bit of an in uh, over there with, at this charity and with Jewel and uh, many of the pickleballers who'll be playing. And I and I'd like to tell you, chocolate lover, that as a, if I pref- play in the um, pickleball tournament, mm-hmm. Super Bowl. I will make sure that Jewel sends her money that was normally go to an un- underprivileged child. I'm going to say, can I, can you please send mine? Because a lot of times celebrities, they'll play like Celebrity Jeopardy or Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. And they always say, what, what charity are you playing for? Yeah. Okay. And then they'll say whatever charity they're playing for. I, I and I'll tell Jewel, I'll say, Jewel, if I continue on in this tournament, I'm going to be playing for Chocolate Lover. Who's that? It's a gal uh, who went flat broke because she bought an embossed tin of uh, <laughs> malted balls from Vermont Country yeah. Store, triple uh, dipped, thickest mm-hmm. chocolate layer that uh, many people have ever seen. And she's out of the because she couldn't control herself. She was eating these malted balls like a crazy person. Now they're gone. And one other thing I'd like to tell you, Jewel, I don't even know if you have the time for this. I know you're busy. But the lock on this tin mm-hmm. The chocolate lover, but it's not real. Yeah. So she thought she was getting a tin that she could probably use after the multiples were gone. She could use it for other things around the house. Mm-hmm. Turns out that it's not even locked. So no. That's another problem. Anyway, Jewel, if you have more time, I know you're in a rush, but if you want to talk more about this, I can. Um, anyway, I would like the charity I'm playing for is Chocolate Lover because she wants m- more malted balls to fill up the tin that mm-hmm. she got. Shouldn't have that type of money in her budget. So I'd like to. Everything I make on this uh, pickleball tournament, I'd like to give to her. As much as I wish they didn't cost so much, 
they are well worth the price. So she says they're pricey, mm-hmm. chocolate lover, but um, they're, they're worth it. Yeah. Triple layer. It's the thickest. What do you think of that, Alex? Pretty I think good? it's pretty good. Thank you. I hope we can. Uh, I hope through <laughs> your rising celebrity and your I mean, pickleball I, skills. I you mean, can... at this point, this podcast is doing some things that I, we never thought it would do. Mm-hmm. You know, we we just started it because we were at the end of our rope career wise, and uh, we. Didn't I never even had a rope. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> you still don't. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, but but the the funny thing is, we, I mean, who knew mm-hmm. that we were going to be? We turned around the cruise industry mm-hmm. and so much more. Uh, so hopefully we can we can help this woman out getting some more malted balls. I mean, listen, I know there are, I've seen like, there used to be, I think it's Whoppers, are they called Whoppers? Whoppers. They sell them like a half gallon, like an old timey, you know, the old half gallon, the old carton half gallon. Don't they sell them in that? Yeah. So I don't know if they're that uh, pricey an but item. those are not triple dipped. They're not, I, I don't know what, how many dips are a multiple. Uh, maybe a half a dip. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. Pretty low rent stuff yeah. there. I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think we've done all we can do here on mm-hmm. this episode. I mean, we gave you guys a lot. Say, res- probably rescued a couple more industries, but maybe the pickleball industry, maybe the plaza, hotel, and casino. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Dodd, who the AI fueled fast AI food industry, fueled fast food industry in Pasadena, Corker and, and, and so much more. Uh, and that girl who thinks you're a shit, but you're a fart. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Ice Spice. Ice Spice. So we did it. What do we got to get out of here, Ron? Anything fun? Come see us live. We're doing. We're having so much fun out there on the road, and we're excited to head to uh, Louisville and Lexington and Philadelphia and Oxnard and the next few cities we're heading to: Stanford, uh, Kansas City, and on and on and on. Get these. Get these tickets because I'm telling you, Tampa is already half sold out. So Tampa mm-hmm. side splitters, you better hurry. And we got a, the show. The live shows are great. Just ask anybody who came to Fort Worth. To the four sold out shows in Fort Worth. We're having a good time. Yeah. And you come out and check it out. Uh, what do we got to get out of here now? Well, uh, Anything fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this, all this, this uh, AI powered everything. Mm-hmm. It's just so high tech. It's yeah. so digital. It's a yeah. digital world, but she's just a simple girl. Jewel. Ooh. Is this a big jewel? Oh, yeah. Intuition? Oh, this is like a big jewel head. Yeah. yeah. I like jewel. I don't mind her. She slept in her car. Remember that was her big yeah. thing? She slept in her car for like a day. Is she from Alaska? I think she's from Alaska. I think you are right. Yeah. She was on Dancing with the Stars. I think she. I mean, she's still around. She married. Didn't she marry a rodeo guy or something? She was I, married to like a cowboy. Like a legitimate cowboy for a minute. Well, this one ain't. Because for a while there, she was just like a you know cutesy guitar singer. Mm-hmm. You know? But then they tried to, you know, we got to pop this shit up. Yep. I can't, you know, I'm going to say this about Jewel. I think she's, I think she's more than a fart. I think she might be the shit. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What oh. You, what do you, yeah, you think she's yeah. 100% the shit? Mm-hmm. Not just a fart. No. That's good. I like her. All right, Jewel. Thank you for inviting me to your pickleball tournament. And, uh. I'm sorry I can't be there, but if anything goes south and I'm and I don't go to Lexington, I'll be I'll be there. Watch out, Kelly Dodd. Watch out. Watch out. I'm coming. Alright, bye bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.